Hello, ladies and gentlemen, I have an announcement for you. God has a hard time saying no. That's my sermon today. Are you asking God for the desires of your heart? What things do you desire when you pray? Believe that you receive. To ask with bold faith, you need to understand that God has a hard time saying no. Boy, when God gave me this message, it just blessed me. He said, that's like you, Jesse. I said, yeah, Lord, I have a hard time saying no. In fact, I've never told my daughter no, and I've never told my granddaughter no. I'll tell you, call a friend, tell him to turn that television on. You're going to learn something about God today and get a pencil and paper. Take some notes. You're going to be blessed. The title of the message, it's a wonderful message. God has a hard time saying no. He says this, and whatsoever, verse 13, and whatsoever you shall ask in my name, it is so big, it takes three words to make one word. Whatsoever. Put them together, because that's the only way you're going to understand it. You could have, because if you just said what, you'd have went, what? He said, and whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do. Not maybe so, I don't know. When I, it depends if my father feels like it. No, no, that while I do. And then the reason, Jesus always gives you a reason, that the father may be glorified in the son. Whatsoever. Now that blows the religious mind. No, that's greed. No, that's Jesus' words in red in your Bible. Whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the father may be glorified in the sun. Then he takes it to a level that the religious world just, whoo, this is just too deep. And it's a very short verse. If you shall ask anything. Now, what does anything mean to you? Now, this is what it means to the religious world. Well, that means spiritual stuff. But no, anything is more than spiritual. Anything is spiritual, physical, financial. Anything means exactly what it says. Anything. He said, if you shall ask anything in my name, I will do. Now, the word it is there in the King James. It's italicized, which means it was put there by the translators. But really, it's not there in the original. It says, if you shall ask anything in my name, I will do. Or like the great Ray Charles used to say, we're going to make it do what it do. <laughs> I will do. Now, the religious world says, what if it be his will? He didn't say that. Oh, y'all got quiet there. He didn't say that. They said that. That's commentary. He said, anything and whatsoever. The vastness of who this God is. Brother Copeland was preaching so eloquently today, talking about being stretched. Now this stretched you to the breaking point of a religious mind. In fact, he wants it broken. So I'm going to do, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a little iron sharpeneth iron tonight. How many of you are believing for some unbelievable, impossible things? But then you need to hear this message. God wants to do what you believe in for. Have you ever thought in your finite mind that he's the one that put that in your, in your thought, press, thought processes to start with so you could receive it? So write this down if you're taking notes. The expressions whatsoever and anything indicate the vastness of the Lord's resources and the liberality of his heart. Vastness of his resources and liberality of his heart. Watch it again. Let me say it again. The expressions whatsoever and anything indicate the vastness of the Lord's resources and the liberality of his heart. The vastness of it. Got to remember, he says, the heavens, even the heavens of the Lord, but the earth hath he given to the children of men. But if you don't take possession over what God has given you, someone else will. Because he has such a vastness about himself. He says, whatsoever. In other words, break me. 
Bankrupt me if you can. You never will. Because you see, my liberal heart is beyond what you can even ask a thing. I want to do so many things for my family. I don't have a big family. It's me and Kathy and Jody and Jay and Meredith. As far as that is that little clan right there. And I tell you, it's wonderful. I just talked to Jody today. I said, Joe, how you doing? She said, Dad. And we, she said, you, you just believe so many impossible things. Well, the Lord gave me a statement a couple of years ago. Believe the unbelievable. Receive the impossible because it's doable. So I began to look into the vastness of God and what he has according to his riches and glory. That's why I study science. That's why I study physics. That's why I study all those things I read. And I have spent thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on a library. I got a library. In fact, I had a preacher say this the other day. Jesse, if Jesus tarries and you die, you got one of the prettiest homes I've ever seen anybody in anywhere in the world. But that ain't nothing. Whoever gets your library has got something. I mean, I got stuff in there that I got to read from right to left. That's called the Talmud. I got the Babylonian Talmud. I got the Jerusalem Talmud. I got the Mishnah. I got, I, I got the Soho. I got just in the Jewish stuff, Greek. I got, I got medical books. I read, all, I mean, everything you can think of. I got novels. I mean, because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a man, I, I like a lot of different things. I want knowledge. I love knowledge. I'm like that little movie called Input. You know, that little, uh, that little uh, robot. Input, input, input. Constantly. I really believe if Jesus tarry and I go by the way of the grave, on the day I die, I'm going to learn something and I'm going to say, do this. Bye. And I'm out. <laughs> See, the vastness of whatsoever, the liberality of anything is beyond human comprehension. Because it makes somebody think greed and greed can't even come up to it. Because God has a hard time saying no. So since you got to believe by faith anyway, why don't you go for the gusto? Why don't you just believe it? Now you're going to get criticized. It's going to happen. But you know what? And after it manifests, it's going to happen. I've had people say this and I learned it from Fred Price, which I thought was a great, great statement. I mean, I've been nailed to the wall because of some of the possessions I have. And I say, well, it's not material. Oh, it's material. No, I said, no, it's not materialism. It's manifestation. It's just manifested faith that I just simply believe. Since I had something to believe for, well, I'll just believe for it, physically or spiritually or financially. I mean, I'm, I've done television interviews. Who do you think you are? I said, sit your ugly self down. I'm going to tell you who I am. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. The earth was out form and void and darkness on the face of the deep. And God said, let's make Jesse. Make Jesse in my image and in my likeness. And let's give him dominion. I mean, I got dominion over this interview. Do you understand what I'm saying? I mean, I've confused so many guys. They they go, uh, uh, uh. One time in South Africa, you remember that, uh, Glory? We got invited to have an interview in South Africa. It was supposed to be a good interview. Me, Gloria Copeland, and Creflo Dollar. I, I don't forget that. And so Gloria said, I'll just go first. And Creflo said, I'll go sit. And I said, I'll close the gate. I mean, these people were nice. This was supposed to be a church interview, blah, blah. But this, they had a good audience. Sister Glory, Glory just sweet as can be. You know, she's nice. You know, I, I've only seen her lose her temper once, which I thought was wonderful. <laughs> I mean, it makes you feel good. You think somebody just perfect. And you go, thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Because she's just nice in all our years. So she sits down there and she goes, well, thank you for inviting me. And she, I mean, he jumped on her like white on rice. Why, why are you one of them faith people? And Glory goes, look like you got up on the wrong side of the bed. <laughs> You remember that? Then South Africa. I'll never forget that, boy. And, I, and I'm looking around that, boy. And I knew. I said, I'm setting myself. I said, I'm going to nail this sucker to the wall when it comes my time. 
Well, I mean, but Gloria kept her cool. She was real nice. And, but I mean, this, this man was rough. We're going to, and this is when we were doing that uh, world convention there in, uh, where were we? In Johannesburg, South Africa. Make a long story short. Then here come Creflo. Hey, they nailed Creflo to the wall. Just, oh, they ain't that prosperity stuff. Creflo, Creflo and I, well, well, yeah, well. <laughs> uh, well I, mean, I mean, it was shocking. Here are church people. You think you're going to get something? Nice. I mean, not that uh, Creflo didn't know what to say, but it was shocking. And I said to myself, Lord Jesus, man, I could tell you, it's uncomfortable. You know, you want people to like you, but this guy's coming at glory, coming at Creflo. And then Creflo answered a few things. Oh, why you got to have all that? What you gonna, why you believe in this? And all this kind of stuff, you know. <laughs> and so finally that was over. He said, ladies and gentlemen, we got with us next, uh, Jesse Duplin. I got up and brother, when I sat down, I said, how you doing? And I said, you know what? I'm going to talk to you and to your audience. I said, and I, want, and I looked at the camera just like that. I said, I'm going to show you how big a fool this idiot really is. <laughs> But I want to ask you this. I said, ask me anything you want. And we started. You know, I, can, I don't mean that privately. I confused that boy so bad, he, he shut the interview down and didn't play it. <laughs> now, Brother Copeland was right all the he, They asked Brother Copeland, he said, I ain't going down there and do that. Y'all wasting time. <laughs> and that was true. We wasted, actually wasted an afternoon. But we thought, well, you know, we can touch some people. It's a Christian interview. It's a Christian station. You figure there's something, you know, you can have agreements on, on difference on doctrine, but you don't get so mad and try to hurt somebody. You see what I'm saying? So when I read to them that Jesus said whatsoever, I said, I said did Jesus say whatsoever? Well, yeah, he did. Did he say anything? Well, yeah, he did. I said, well, either you lying or God lying. I pick you. <laughs> then I look at the camera and say, now I want you to know you've been watching this guy for several years. He's just a liar. Go ahead, say it, say it. Say you're a liar. Say you're a liar. Boy, uh, I've had him go, I'm a liar. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've done, and I'm, not, I'm not bragging about that. Oh, excuse me. One time in a business session with two lawyers on me, I said, if you think you're talking to this dumb, stupid preacher? I said, man, I got the mind of Christ. I got the mind of the devil. The guy said, don't bring religion in. I said, I ain't bringing religion in this thing. I'm bringing Jesus Christ and him be crucified. I rebuke both of you. And they went, okay. <laughs> they don't know how to handle that when that authority begins to flow from God above. They don't know how to handle that. Because they don't care. I told T.D. Jakes that, and I love Bishop Jakes. He said, they don't care if it's the truth or a lie. They just want a story. So give them one. You might even get a variety show out of it. Who knows? <laughs> so the expressions whatsoever and anything indicate the vastness of the Lord's resources and the liberality of his heart. So I don't mind asking God for anything. I'm just in obedience. And I don't mind saying whatsoever it is. Why? Because he said that because he's a God of love, not a God of no. And most of the time, it's no, it's not a delay. It's, it's not a denial, it's just a delay because you can ask for something you cannot receive. So you got to grow till you get that. But sometimes you may ask a misc, which everybody, because you asked before the time frame. Write this down. The spirit of Christianity is a spirit of love. We as Christians are capable of receiving this affection. That was one of the hardest things in my life after I got born again was, to, was this love thing. Oh, Lord Jesus. That was hard for me. I had a hard time letting a man hug me. I'm not homophobic. I'm not. 
But my Lord, I'll never forget when I went to that church. Kathy was so glad I went to that church. I went to my brother's church, and Kathy said, oh, Jesse, we're going to like this church. I said, okay. I walk in like that. I mean, I mean, this first time I'm in there, you know, I'd just been born again four months early, but I was in the music world. It took four months to get me out of the music business. I, I got sold everything, got everything out. I, you know, I cut the contracts, and soon, straight to New Orleans. And anyway, I walk in this church, and the guy said, well, it's so nice to see you. And he hugged me. When he did, I went, wow, make a change. And I just pushed him. I with you. Are you funny or something? What are you? What are you? Who are you? <laughs> Kathy said, they hug it. I said, they ain't hugging this boy. You understand what I'm saying? I could not get over that. Lord Jesus. I shook my, you know, I just couldn't get over that. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know how to handle it. Even though I was capable of it, I had to learn. And when people speak in tongues, I was not used to that. We had a woman, she had a, she spoke in tongues like you're trying to start a car. I said, I mean, I'm barely saved, but I know that ain't no language. <laughs> and Kathy said, shut up, Jesse, shut up. I said, why's she going? Sound like they need a celluloid switch on that, on that language. <laughs> I think that's what I call it. Is that right, Jerry? A celluloid? I don't know what a car is, but it was weird. I'll never forget when I first heard Kenneth Hagin speaking to him. Blew the socks on me. Man, he had a real good tongue. I said, there's some Indian in that man. That's that some Indian in that boy. He's from Oklahoma. That would be some Indian in there. So I'm trying to figure it out. I've had some people speaking. Call my mama and they speak for 10 minutes. And someone said, thus saith the Lord thy God. If you'll do what I say, I'll do it. I'm going, there got to be some more. They got... See, it's not a translation, it's an interpretation. That's right. That's right. I didn't know that. <laughs> so I thought the syllables got to match. Right? I mean, that just, well, when you don't know, you don't know. What's the spirit of Christianity that God has a hard time saying no? Is a spirit of love. See, such, write this down, such assurances places all the resources of omnipotence at the disposal of the newest Christian. Ladies and gentlemen, I and you right now have all the resources of omnipotence. But you have to stretch yourself to flow in it. Even to the newest Christian, even to a baby Christian. Isn't that amazing? That's the spirit of love. I'll never forget when Meredith, my granddaughter, and I saw her. I mean, and when I first saw Jody, it was the same thing. Man, because, you know, Kathy was on drugs when Jody was born, knocked out. You know, I told that doctor, I said, can I get some of them drugs? I like them drugs. Man, he said, no, you can't have none of that stuff. I, said, he, I mean, he, he told me, he said, now listen, she's going to be screaming and howling. Her body going to hurt, but she ain't going to remember nothing. I said, I need some of that stuff. I, I need that. He said, you can't have that, you know. That's at Arlington Memorial Hospital in Arlington, Texas. My daughter's the only Texan in our Cajun family. She was born in Arlington Memorial. And I never forget, so Kathy, man, I mean, this is some tough drugs, huh? And uh, she had the baby, and he said, you can go in and see your wife. Now, it must have been, I don't know, 25, 30 minutes. How come walking in, there was Kathy laying on the table. I said, well, how you doing? She said, they're about ready to push me in to have the baby. I said, oh, man, I got to get some of these drugs, man. God. I said, woman, you already done had the baby. She, she reached for her stomach and it was gone. She goes, what? What did we have? I almost said, a dog. No, I was going to say. No, but I, remember that? I said, we had a little girl. 
we had a little girl. She stopped crying. It was a great day. But see, I hadn't touched her yet. They put her behind a glass wall. So I was looking. But boom, they put that baby, Jody, Renee Duplantis, into my hand. It changed my life. I went, God, I got I to gotta do something with my life. I got to do something. I immediately begin to plan in my mind right there, her future, her protector. I mean, she's only a few hours old. And I said, if any ugly boy come to my house, I'll beat his stinking brains. I ain't coming out here. I mean, I immediately begin to protect years into the future. You see? And I said, let me give her what she wants. I don't want to tell her no. I want to tell her yes. You see what I'm saying? And she had a wonderful life. She'll tell you that. And she had, she had understanding that few kids did because when I went in the ministry, she, she understood, even though I wasn't home a lot, she said, go get them saved. And she said, go get them saved, Dad. And I love Kathy's, if you that are traveling ministries and your children, but your, your wife jumping on your case because you're going and blah, blah, and all that kind of stuff. You know what Kathy would do? Instead of focusing on him going away, oh, you got to go get, she focused on me coming back. See, so when I was coming back, it was nacho cheese time. Hot dogs, hamburger. Dad's coming home. Now, when I was gone, kids eating soup and salad, all healthy stuff. <laughs> boy, when dad's coming home, it's pizza and nacho cheese. And all kinds of boy. And she said, dad's coming home. And she, used, she told me this. I didn't know this till a few years ago. She said, I always slept better on Thursdays. I thought, you always slept better on Thursdays. Why is that? Because that's when dad would come home. See, I would preach Sunday through Wednesday and come home on Thursdays. She knew I could handle anything. And I never forget, I, it, I gave her some things she couldn't handle when she was real young. I mean, I gave her $5,000 cash. Kathy liked to pass out. <laughs> What's she going to do with that? I said, whatever she wants. Just, she's just a child. We got a picture of it. She, she, a picture, she's on her knees like this. <laughs> I said, there's the money. Go do what you got to do, man. And so Kathy put some limits on it. You can only spend so much a quarter for clothes. Oh, dad. I said, hey, hey, I got to live with her too. <laughs> so Kathy had the wisdom I, I, and I had the love. <laughs> she, she had the love too, but I'm just saying, I just wanted to do something for this kid. Still do. Still do. You know, this is so true. I love doing things for my daughter. What she cares about I care about. Do you realize that what's, what's so important to you is also very important to God? Why? Because God is a God of love. He doesn't want to tell you no, so ask. Go ahead, ask. See, that's our theme this year for 2021. What shall I do for thee? That's what the Lord's asking. So ask yourself this question. What do I want? You know what you need. Maybe you don't know what you want. Remember, you can ask whatsoever. Listen, don't complicate that. The word whatsoever means whatsoever. You can ask anything. It doesn't make no difference. Don't let somebody sideline your faith. Don't let someone say, oh, that's greed. No. What things ever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive and you shall have it. That's the word of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord's my shepherd, I shall not want. Come on, when are we going to believe the word of God instead of somebody's theological, homiletical, hermeneutical, philosophical opinion? This is the word, ladies and gentlemen. And it doesn't return void. I'm starting to preach here. I can't help myself. Ladies and gentlemen, there's so much more to this message to learn from. And I mean that sincerely. Due to time constraints, we can't play it all. I wish we could, but we can't. 
That's why we did something. We made God has a hard time saying no, our March partner offer. You need to get this thing. It's our March partner offer. You need to hear it and then hear it again. To order the full message, just go to jdm.org. I have a wonderful question that I'd like to answer today. And thank you for sending in questions. We try to answer as many of them as we can. This is from a person named Jamie. They write, I've heard you teach that in order for God to fulfill his purpose in me and my purpose in asking, I need to submit to his influence. Can you please explain that to me? I certainly can, Jamie. Listen, influence is this. It's letting God influence you in every area of your life, spiritually, physically, and financially. Listen, you, you can answer questions. That's true. One time I wanted to buy a car, and the Lord said, if I go with you, you'll get the best deal you ever had in your life. I thought to myself, well, I know how to buy a car and how many times I paid more than I wanted to. But I brought God with me that day that I bought that car and I got that car at a phenomenal rate. You see, that's what I'm talking about. I let him influence me in every area of my life. I I get up every morning, have my morning devotions. I, I start with him and I go to bed with him. I start in the morning and I said, Lord, thank you that we had a wonderful day. This is the day the Lord hath made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Then I said, Lord, you give your beloved sleep. And the next thing I know, I'm gone. <laughs> that's what it's all about. I get up with him, I go to bed. That's exactly, that's influencing. In other words, people know that the light of God is around you, Jamie. Why? Because they can see it. Light get, turns darkness away. Preaching here, Jamie, I can't help myself. I hope I helped you right there. Kathy's coming right now with some wonderful, glorious moment. I love this segment of the broadcast. That's your testimony that Kathy reads. What a blessing. So Kathy, take it away. Bless the Lord Jesus Christ. Bless all our viewers and bless me. So watch and be blessed. Hello, today's testimony comes from North Carolina and it's such a blessing. It says, I have truly been blessed watching you minister together. I've been walking with the Lord for 28 years, but God has truly touched my heart and has shown me changes that I needed to make in my life, like believing him that it will happen. I would say that since I've been listening and applying your messages to my life, God has been doing amazing things. In fact, as I was listening to one of your messages about a month ago, I said, Lord, I want to start being a monthly JDM partner. I was believing for a new position at work that would be almost $3 an hour pay raise and 40 hours a week. I did not get that position, but there was another store which had the same lead position available, and I thought, Lord, if I went there, it would be all new staff, all new people, that I would be able to train the right way of doing things. So I applied for the job online. I was so sure that this was the position that God was giving me that I went out and purchased a few things I knew I would need for the position before I even had my interview. I was believing God. The next day, I had an excellent 40-minute interview that also included the store manager and another manager. Two days later, they called and said that they not only wanted me there, but they wanted me to get there sooner than later. I will be there within the next couple of weeks. God is so amazing. He always has perfect timing. Thank you so much for being the faithful vessel for God to speak through. I have come to love you too. May God continue to pour his favor and blessings upon you even more than he has already. Thank you so much for watching Glorious Moments today. What shall I do for thee? God wants to do something for you. Ask, ask big. Put your faith towards something and believe. Do that and watch God do something impossible, something unbelievable, just for you. Don't limit God. 
He is more than enough and always gives an overflowing measure. Nothing is impossible with God. So what do you want God to do for you? Start now and believe big in 2021. It's so important to understand that you serve a God you can talk to. Well, I've written a book and I love it. I wrote it many years ago. It was in hardcover. It sold out. We put it in paperback. It sold out. We had to reorder it again. And it is a wonderful book. It's entitled Wanting a God You Can Talk To. Hello, Jesus. Hi, Jesse. This here will help you. You see, <laughs> we're from South Louisiana and most people have raised Catholic. And I'm, and I'm not against the Catholic Church by no means, but I never could, I had a chance to talk to God much. Why? Because you had to talk to the priest. You see what I'm saying? And but I thought, man, I just I need to get to God. And, you know, when I got born again I, and I began to pray, I said, you know, I, I believe people understand what I'm saying. And I wrote this book. It has vital information that will help you every day of your life. It's called Warning of God You Can Talk To. Just go to JDM.org for all the ordering information. And guess what? It will bless you and minister greatly to your partners. Thank you. All you wonderful financial partners who help support this man. You pay for this broadcast. You do. Me and Kathy are partners in this ministry, too. The anointing of increase is on this ministry, and it's on me personally. I mean that sincerely, and I'm believing God for a hundredfold return for every partner that believes that sows seed into this ministry. Think about that. 100% of what you give today, none of it goes to me. 100% goes into world evangelism. Isn't that a blessing of God? World evangelism. That's what God's talking about. It's so wonderful. The Lord has been good and gracious. You know, people say, what about the expenses of the ministry? What about them? We have no debt. We hadn't paid interest on nothing since 1982. Pretty good, huh? Why? You, God, me, and Kathy. We get together, we believe, we give, we receive. So once again, Father, bless my partners with a hundredfold return. You said some 30, that's not them, Lord. Some 60, that's not them, Lord. Some 100, that's them, Lord. I thank you for it. I believe you for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, partners. What can I say? We're so excited about our social media, about the many lives we're, we're touching and reaching through these platforms. 24 hours a day, people are being blessed and encouraged through Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, broadcast television. All these platforms, I mean, we're just doing stuff. You can access all our social media platforms at jdm.org. I hope you enjoy those things. Who ever thought? Do you know, since the COVID hit last year, we've had 15 million new people tune into this program through social media and other platforms? I'm telling you, I'm not lying. I thought, my God, what? where have they been? Well, you know, God never changes, but people do. And we all flow with that change. So find us on television, ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox, Hallelujah, Daystar, and also <laughs> Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, all those wonderful things. Until next week, Kathy and I are praying for you daily, especially you partners. Once again, partners, thank you for sowing your seed today. I will use it to get people saved, 100% of it. I love you. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. In the March issue of Voice of the Covenant magazine, Jesse shares how he opened the ears of my heart. Kathy teaches God's will is hidden for you, not from you. You will be encouraged with Glorious Moments praise reports, view our TV and meeting schedule, and much more. Voice of the Covenant magazine, available in your mailbox, on the free JDM app, and interactive at JDM.org. 
Get your copy today. Jesse Duplantis Ministries is reaching people and changing lives one soul at a time more than ever before online. So like us on social media, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and stay connected to all the exciting things happening at Jesse Duplantis Ministries.